welcome back to the show. Uh, welcome to Everything and Nothing. I'm your host, Joshua Metz. We got Chris Cox. Hello. And we got Charlie Hickmont. Hello, I'm Charlie. And uh, today, well, uh, well, first, you know what, actually, before I even get started here, guys, uh, I just yeah. want to let you know what I did this week, uh, namely yesterday. <clears throat> this week was particularly tough. I had a lot of stuff going on. And on top of that, uh, you know, uh, anyone who knows me uh, uh, in terms of Facebook has seen that it's just been like an onslaught of trying to, you know, defend myself uh, uh, on my opinions and stuff. And, you know, we all feel like, you know, we have this, uh, I don't know, inherent need to uh, express ourselves to the openness of the Internet. Um, mm-hmm. Or at least I certainly do. And, uh, it, you know, we all seen it get out of hand. And uh, I had a particularly uh, tough week and, you know, and uh, not not like hard on me, like everything's coming against me kind of a thing, but like just a lot of stuff to do and, and accomplish and uh, deadlines and this kind of stuff. Got finals coming up. Wrote my uh, rough draft for my script and everything. So what I did yesterday is with all this stuff coming up and, and, and actually uh, I had like an 11-hour day on Thursday, um, mm-hmm. which was a particularly tough day on the internet on top of all of that. So like, um, yeah, yesterday, uh, being Friday, I just I woke up and I said, uh, no, not today. Nothing, nothing about what had been going on throughout the week needed to happen that day even though i had plans to continue being productive but uh, i was like you know what taking a taking a a, a me day and a mental, mental health, health day. day yeah mental so health day points i took the whole day and i i more or less uh uh stayed in bed i uh, i checked uh, some messages uh, on reddit i went on reddit instead i was checking just some stuff on some content on reddit i didn't mean to say messages um and uh, and enjoying myself and sharing positive stuff and just uh, like going like a whole new angle altogether and just trying to stay away from those common threads and mm-hmm. subjects and stuff and uh, and it w- it was beneficial it was mega beneficial um, I in fact uh, slept for seven hours of the day uh, so like I caught up on some sleep that I uh, um, had missed out on, on during the week I went to a concert on on Wednesday it pulled an all nighter essentially for and then, yeah. and then had my 11 hour day at, at school on top of that so um you know it's just been crazy so that day i feel 100 percent rejuvenated uh i even slept through the night after after i got back up in the middle of the, uh, not in the middle of the night but like um, in the evening sometime i got up at like seven we'll say and i was like playing some donkey kong just from my bed you know i wasn't going yeah. anywhere uh made some progress there felt good about that and um yeah it, it it proved to me anyway that what we were talking about last uh last week was it last week or a week before it was a week before i think week before um, week before yeah. yeah it was yeah it just it really well, well and, and even puts into practice that, let's love the process points too let's oh damn. yeah yeah we uh we seem to be just building on the <laughs> ideas here each week. It's yeah, to That's me there's great. great benefit and value to this stuff because I'm putting it into practice right away. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, these are these are concepts. <laughs> if you want us to come teach a workshop or seminar on how to change your life with the power of points. Yeah, you know, points cuz it seems to be working over here. We're 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 all making these strides together. This is great. This yeah. point system. We're working together, yeah. I mean, at work, I just uh I just spent 2 days training the new hire class. Uh, oh, how's that going? Uh, it was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, nerve-wracking because I was very worried that these people were not quite getting the ideas that they needed to to be successful on the phones. But by the <coughs> end of the day, it had all worked out. 
I was like, yep, that's fine. I just, I had to learn to let them freak out. Yeah. Because right. you know me, I, I like feel other people's anxiety. I know when it hits. You're trying to beat them to it sometimes, right? And yeah. Like, yeah. And I have to, I have to be like, no, no, no. Uh, they have to, they have to freak out so that they learn how to figure it out after you freak out. Absolutely. Yeah. I got actually, I'm uh, um, working with this, uh, this uh, gentleman in class, uh, you know, he, he certainly learns different and the way he speaks is like sort of he uh, blurts stuff out and, and then he's just kind of a way, a way different, we'll say student than everyone else. And uh, in some cases he can be a little bit disrespectful, but in other cases you can just tell that like these are things that uh, are beyond his control and some, you know, like some like uh, the blurting out and, and things like this. And he, he re- you could tell he really wants help. And uh, so I'm like, I'm trying to spend the time and, and breathe and help him out. But man, it can be yeah, definitely frustrating when they're anticipating your anger and you're and you're also trying to beat them to the mistake and you know there's some clash in there like he's fast his mind is very fast he's trying to beat me to it same as i'm trying to beat him to it and we just don't we can't we i have to pause and then i have to remind him to pause and then we move forward together well a fun thing happened during this there was another person helping me with the training right because there's a new higher class of like 11 people and so they had five of us from being in a wellness plan relations come in and help with the nesting each of us getting two people except for one of us gets just one right yeah um and one of those people was a new hire after i had started and they had him and another person who had started at that time both of them are still with the company uh they had both sat with me to learn parts of how i approach my job wow and then he was like, hey, there was a specific way you explained this process. Can you write that down? And I was like, actually, the person I was training with this morning, she wrote this down already. <laughs> and he was like, what? I was like, here's a copy. And so they now have photocopied this and given it to all of the new higher class. That's a good way to go. Yeah, eliminate the, the possibility for the user error. Proving that I am the perfect person to go into that training position. Right? Yes. Because this is obviously a thing I'm already doing. I love this. Yes. Josh, I don't know if you remember when I was training you at McMinimans and I was training a lot of people. Uh, speaking of kind mm. of throwing people in by, you know, into the fire right away, le- letting them panic by themselves and see, you know, what it feels like and how, how they need to respond. Uh, our actual policy, uh, unbeknownst to all the trainees, Justin came, came, came to us and said, Okay, first shift, we start them on a Friday night, and if they collapse, <laughs> if they can't do anything, then we need to work on it. <laughs> like, we, we just throw them in and just see how it goes. And Brittany ended up uh, uh, surprising us because she was, like, the more confident of us, too, right? She was my rival. She Yeah, honestly, those two, you two at the same time, you were both really good, and Brittany was just, I don't know reacted differently reacted to the differently. different kind of pressure you know i i might have struggled more in the training process but then when it, the time came to shine and perform yeah well that's kind of sort of my forte maybe uh, for her that's kind of you know oh you know like under the t- pressure of the test is when the information exits your mind right and yeah. similarly uh for me i i uh it's not that i don't have that problem it's just i prepared <laughs> I, I spent time you guys said uh, were kept pressing the packet Right. And despite uh, all my colleagues who were not uh, necessarily super keen on uh, knowledge on the packet, I took it upon myself because uh, of how serious everybody would seem ma- seem <laughs> to make it. They made it seem very serious. Yeah. I come to find nobody's reading it. 
Well, <laughs> fucking... Anyway. You're supposed to be, though, right? That was why you were the one who was ready. was because you did the thing you were supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Uh, uh, one thing I uh, want to bring up just so that this made me think of, and I forget how this ties in, but I just kind of want to uh, mention it briefly. Um, we'll figure it out. Uh, yeah. I think, Yeah, help me out here. So uh, I used to deal blackjack in Laughlin, Nevada, and um, uh, I had to sort of... Um, uh, test. I, we, we had to do what was called breaking in uh, uh, at the Riverside. It was one of the only places you could do that. The casino um, who's owned and operated by the man who's the town's namesake, uh, Laughlin, Don Laughlin. Okay. So, so, you know, he essentially, this is his town and this is his casino, casino in his town, which is also his house, if you think about it. Yeah. You know, the suite on top, that's his place. So, uh, um, it's a lot of pressure to this kind of like you know uh, you know this may be as well be like a celebrity or something right? yeah so uh, I you know I go in there uh, and people know my biggest dad. fish in this pond at least right people know my dad and they, they look at me as some kind of like celebrity's child you know who's like oh now I'm going I'm like uh, what is it Jaden Smith or whatever uh, uh, come to like just you know do Men in Black Five or whatever and like fuck all you guys your, who are probably your Arizona's the version of Jaden Smith. He, well, it's probably not the best uh, comparison uh, ever, but uh, people to people, uh, and like for the analogy being like you know essentially like a no. But this is Arizona name. that we're discussing. Uh, I, well, Arizona, uh, Nevada, specifically Nevada, in the case of working. Okay. So, okay. Uh, so Nevada's. Okay. Uh, but uh, uh, in any case, uh, um, here's the process for. Uh, breaking in there, uh, and it, and whatever led me to thinking of this, I hear here's just the information I was going to provide. Uh, basically, um, you you in order to um, get a job there, you have to even if you don't know anybody, you you have to audition. So at a casino, you will audition uh, if you're going to deal blackjack or any of the table games. Yeah. So what you do and how the audition goes is you dress as though you were you know as close to the uniform as your wardrobe allows, and you go in there and you say I'd like to audition, uh, and they they put you on a game, a live game. Uh, and they, you tap in, um, and uh, they mo- the person who's in, ch- in charge of that table for that amount of time moves aside and becomes your uh, boss for a second. And then they are, their boss is also watching. So no pressure, right? And then, yeah. uh, uh, you know, uh, suddenly I can't even count anymore, right, my first few times. Oh, no. Suddenly I can't do anything, right? I can't breathe. Uh, uh, um, so a lot of where I got some of those skills that led me to, to this kind of performance lifestyle, like my ability to perform kind of came from just having it scared out of me, uh, in, in that setting of having to audition. So, uh, isn't that a trip though? And then I later went on to become, uh, the person who, uh, stepped aside and watched the audition and I would just lightly lean in every once in a while and go and remember to breathe. And then they would gasp. Dude, <gasps> how many times though? That is, and it turns out the Every people that train with you. me, they yeah, they always they're like, I'm so happy that you remembered to do that. Thank I was like, you. yeah, no, no, no. And like anytime I can, because again, I can feel the anxiety build. Like yeah. it's a it's it's a palpable energy. It feels electric to me. See, I feel good about bringing that up. It, it, it feels tied in. All right. Uh, Well, now let's get started. What a great, uh, what a great little introduction to the, to the. Felt good. Yeah, this is how we're feeling, folks. And welcome, uh, welcome to the nothing part of everything and nothing. Welcome to the nothing. <laughs> uh, let's get into some everything here. I got some stuff to get into. Today is phrase of the day. Today's uh, little subject matter that we'll be going into uh, is a blessing in disguise. 
Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, um, you know, we're right off the bat, I, you know, I hear some, uh, some, uh, you know, I got we got the majors and the minors. I hear me hearing some flat thirds from from Chris over here. What's uh, what's going on on the? How does that make you feel? Blessing in disguise it means you had disguise. to go through some bad shit that it turns out not to be as bad as you thought, or there's some kind of benefit you didn't see in the beginning. Yeah, that you could. That have still meant you went through some bad shit. Yeah, and I'm I'm still mad about it. It's relatable though, isn't it? <laughs> Charlie, how how are you feeling? I I like it. I I like that it's like a sense of opportunity because, you know, if something happens that could be bad or is not great or whatever, that's a chance for you to then turn around and say, I can I can turn this around. I can. This is a chance for me to show that I'm better than life shit. You know. Yeah. I'm the bigger person. Or, yeah. Or whatever it is. You know. How, however it works for you. You yeah. can do that while being mad. Yeah. As it turns no, out. No, I mean, it, it's two sides of the same coin. You know, it's it's all the experience. Yeah, loving the process. That's, loving lo- that's process points right the, there. The process points to you, too. Oh, my goodness gracious me. And all Chris, right. too. Yeah, well, you know what? I guess. Authenticity points for uh, for the groan. All right. Yeah. Um, mm. And explaining the groan, which, you know, nobody ever has to explain themselves. But here on the show, uh, you know, especially if, uh, assuming that I know you pretty well. You're gonna be explaining your damn self. Oh yeah, I can't I'm, read each other's. I'm mind. a narcissist anyway. You know, I'll explain my shit anytime. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> I put an L in Perfect. there. Perfect. 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 <laughs> anyway, uh, depending on the side of the E you put it, uh, it sounds worse. Um, Perfect. So yeah, like, like just uh, as plain as you say, uh, a blessing in disguise. Life isn't always peaches and cream. It's not always good stuff, right? Uh, yeah. It's all kinds of uh, stuff. Um, it's very easy to overlook. Like a, a good blessing, let alone a negative one, right? Uh, wouldn't you say like good blessings like come and go and, and sometimes uh, are hard to notice just because um, when life isn't shitty, you can you can call that pretty good, couldn't you? Yeah, because you're just flitting through. You're like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, that's, those are blessings, certainly. Uh, what other kind of blessings are there? Uh, I mean, it could be a new person in your life and and you could uh, you could not know if that person's going to be a good influence or a bad yeah influence yeah. you know or if you're not totally stoked on them right away right away but you you know maybe it's a works thing and you're kind of put into that and then later on you experience like oh we we've, we've reached a new level of this relationship we've now getting these things from each other giving to each other and it's experiencing a whole new kind of thing and you didn't you, you never expected it it's a blessing in disguise Totally. And you know what? Uh, points on that uh, for bringing that full circle. So, uh, you know, and, and I, I sense I sense a little bit of foreshadowing on uh, Charlie finds a date in there somewhere, maybe. Oh, so, well, uh, we'll talk that, about it. We'll, we'll get there. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you, you said it. It's like, uh, um, you know, is this good or is this bad? Uh, good deeds and, and good habits don't give us uh, that instant gratification that like something like video games, the Internet, uh, our favorite TV shows, et cetera, do, you know? So like, yeah. Uh, yeah. uh, when it's good, um, I don't know. It's kind of like, there's plenty of that. So like, eh. we notice that bad stuff though. Negative, negative acts seem to stand out, uh, over good deeds. Don't they like, you know, is that safe, safe statement? Yes. Yeah. We, uh, yes. yeah, we tend to notice them sooner or, or something like that. What, what would you say is, uh, why, why the heck is that happening? Well, like, so this is the thing I always saw happen between my dad and my brother, actually. Um, 
was Tony can tell you every mean or angry thing my dad has ever said to or about him. But if you ask him about any of the nice things my dad has ever said or done for him, he can't tell you a single one. And now, is that to say that they've never... There's there that doesn't exist the good stuff no because my dad has of course like he treats Tony like his son you know if Tony stops being a shit for five seconds <laughs> he gets to be nice to him you know right and Dad tried it's just I don't know he, you, see and that might be considered a neutral zone by Tony but to, whereas you you perceive that to be a positive that, yeah yeah some of the, that lies the problem of the disagreement. Uh, there's a there's a theory about the mental way we recall things. You know, it, it you know our brain can't memorize every detail of everything we see, uh, but what it tends to remember is something at the beginning of an experience and something at the end of an experience. So if you say we went to Disneyland and the first day I went in and then the last day I saw this, you know, but I was there for seven days. Maybe I can't tell you everything we did. Um, sure. So if that's like in your experience with somebody, maybe like the last thing that someone said wasn't the best thing, you know, and, but it, it kind of covers up all the memory of any good things that have been said before that. So you, yeah, yeah. So the timing could be an issue in some yeah, cases. Exactly. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So like, um, uh, uh, it's kind of like they say when a song or a show starts that uh, you want a good solid start. Uh, and, and a good yeah. solid finish. All yeah. that stuff in the middle is just get um, kind of keeping it going. Yeah, it's experience in the moment, you know. Yeah, keeping the pacing. So, what an interesting uh, thought. That's that's great. Yeah, it seems like uh, to me anyway. Uh, it seems like we we seek uh, approval for uh, for our deeds from our peers, whether they're good or bad. You know, we're we're looking. We're looking around to see how our people are reacting, right? Um, and that's part of just measuring, especially those of us in performance arts. Yeah, yes, yeah. so you got to know your crowd, you got to know your audience, you got to be yeah. listening. Um, yeah, as a comedian, you know that you got to read the room because you might not want to tell those jokes. Uh, you might save those for, you know, Denver when you know people are a little more raw, or yeah. whatever. Um, or, or where you're, wherever you're from, may may have justified some some of this content, but uh, you know, uh, knowing your audience can really help. So. Yeah, we're seeking approval from from our peers. That's that's kind of dangerous, just because uh, uh, because we can't agree on what's good or bad. Like, how what are we supposed to do? You know, uh, uh, um, rely on this variable of like, you know, in other words, uh, why are we relying on other people to measure what's good or bad? We 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 should know that, shouldn't we? Shouldn't we kind of seek internally a little bit more? Yeah, the approval uh, that yeah, we're seeking. It, I feel like when like if you're when you're a teenager and you're seeking the like when I was in high school, really trying to hang with my friends and like do what they were doing but the thing is they were experiencing different things than i was or like uh i remember when like the ds came out they all had the nintendo ds i didn't have one me neither so there everybody's like doing the swap notes back and forth and all that stuff and i couldn't do that and i was like cool i can't like i want to be cool like you <laughs> but i can't you know? interesting yeah yeah so like the perceived like uh, uh glorification of what may be defined as good by society which is obviously having the newest thing sometimes you know uh, yeah. um, keeping up with the fads and the joneses and stuff like that uh that can affect your 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 perception of what's real and what's good and what's bad you know um because for you to not have it seems when you look around at all the smiling faces seems bad right but really it could be a blessing in disguise you may be honing your other skill uh somewhere else doing something else because you got to bide your time something doing something else right you're gonna just sit there and, and, and mope you don't got the thing 
yeah. and you might you might just sit there and mope. A lot of people do. Um, and right, it's an option. Yeah, I mean that's part that's part of the process. Sometimes we talked about that process uh, points. Thank <laughs> you. So, uh, yeah, um, the attention that we do get. Uh, well, so okay, let's back it up here. Uh, it's better if we can find the approval within, in in my view, because right. uh, you know our peers don't always carry our best interest in mind. Is kind right. of what it comes down to at that well, point. Well, yeah. for me, other people like who are my peers feel like liking my material means me getting booked on more gigs. And so having the approval of my peers is literally a money-making strategy for my field. Yeah, but it does not tell you whether you're doing good or not necessarily, right? Because don't you still feel sometimes, or or maybe it causes you to uh, feel... Um, like your your success is now diluted and therefore uh, you don't appreciate it as much now because you've you've reached that tier <laughs> and what now you're on you're you're still striving for the next thing in your mind you haven't really uh, um, uh, acknowledged that you are this thing now is that feel does that make sense mm, I do admit I do have a hard time with acknowledging uh, progress when it <laughs> has happened right so that's that goes back up to uh, 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 yeah, it doesn't give us the instant gratification because we're, we're, it's easy to overlook something like that, especially in the case of if it's good. Like I'm saying, negative stuff is what we notice. So when you get notes on your comedy when, or when you get notes on your writing or when I get notes on my, you know, whatever I'm doing, music, you know, whatever it is. Uh, right now I'm doing script writing, right? I'm getting notes on that. Uh, uh, that's valuable, right, uh, in our minds. Uh, that's the first thing we think, right, is, uh, oh, well, you had something negative to say about it, but it – it's aimed at the critique in, in an effort to help me uh, make it better somehow. Constructive. Constructive. Yeah. We've, we have to take some perspective to really define it that way. But um, uh, some people could still get mad at that, right? You're just feeling yeah, criticized. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah. So uh, once again, that's getting a, the, still not quite the attention it deserves in a lot of, in a lot of these cases. Right, it's just getting trampled over that this there that there's some positive stuff in there. So that might be your blessing in disguise, right there. It's very hard to recognize. We're we're already blown over the good stuff. Now we're also blown over the good stuff hidden within the negative stuff because it's all we can think about is the negative stuff. Uh, the attention we do get uh, from our peers and stuff is typically an attempt to remedy some kind of outburst or out, uh, cry for help that we have. So when we finally do get to that breaking point, society doesn't know how to deal with it. What are we going to do? You know what I mean? Uh, we share it on Facebook you know, with a complaint or something, which is adding more negativity out there. It's pressing more out. Um, that teaches us that there is a positive value in this behavior because m more people are like when you look at your posts that have controversy, that has a lot of comments and a lot of uh, either like buttons or who knows, you know, yeah. interactions. Yeah. Whereas your other stuff like, you know, uh, puppy dogs. Well, if people, you know. If people are more excited about this other stuff, they're giving that the attention. Puppy dogs are not getting the attention that they deserve when they deserve it. And uh, whether that's because the issue is stronger or this and that, you can define and talk about that all day. It's a lot of speculation. But what I'm saying is, you know, what's good What's good about that? Uh, 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 what are we taking away from that? We're just kind of all just still yelling. It's still just a bunch yeah. of negative stuff. So how do we deal with this? You know, what, what, you got any, any ideas? What's 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 this official problem? What would you say? It's just that we're we don't see good. We only see the bad stuff. It seems like, right? Yeah. Well, I don't think that necessarily stopping saying negative things is the answer, right? Because some things do just need to be called out. 
Yes. Right? Problems are problems. They need to be addressed. 100%. So it's not like going full positive is the answer. Sure. Right? I think we that there does need to be a shift in focus uh, to where we recognize progress and things like that. And I've gotten very good at pointing it out in other people, which is nice. But, like, how do I clone me so that I have a me for me? You know? <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I mean, I've really the just had to therapy, remove myself we'll from that kind of online situation. I I really don't handle that kind of situation well. You know, I want to show support for things I like and and stuff, but I find that like if if I'm getting a lot of feedback either way, I don't I don't like it. I don't. I'm just like, this is my opinion. Why do you get to? I mean, everybody can share their opinion. That's I think that should be fine. Yes. But why do you get to tell me my opinion is wrong? Yeah. Or it's like, like I, I want to be educated, but I, I don't need to be preached to. Like, I could look it up myself. Yeah, absolutely. And like, you know what I mean? You don't need to be torn apart for clicking a share button. Exactly. Let's say you, yeah, let's say some of the content is wrong and somebody has an, uh, 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 can see that or it feels a way about it. There, there needs to be a way to feel like there needs to be like a buffer zone between you and your reaction time and their, your post or something. We need to be able to stop and assess that there may not, it may not all be shitty and directed at us as a, like a, a, a prod. Like, you know, we're a lot of times responding mid idea, like with this argument that we're having in our heads and we're using um, things that we don't like, uh, despite we're not even looking at the name. We're, we're just looking for the, the problem because, mm-hmm. again, our tension is on that negative thing. So like Chris is saying, though, it's not necessarily going to be fixed by only speaking in positives. Uh, uh, and you can talk about the definition of positive and, and, and have some fun with that. And there is something there, but it, that's not going to do it. That's not going to cut it. What, what I'm uh, suggesting, and, and actually that brings us to a great uh, little, little spot here. Uh, we're close, by the way. Thanks for bearing with me here. Uh, the solution... <laughs> Um, yeah, if we just noticed the good deeds sooner and gave them the attention they deserved in that moment, uh, we could potentially shift the perspective of our collective consciousness to give more power to those people who are making an honest, uh, effort, uh, in the world to do right. You know what I mean? So like, um, but I think we should be careful in punishing the wicked, uh, like kind of, kind of to your point, uh, Chris, uh, we should be careful in punishing the wicked because I think it's better to lift up one section of society rather than uh, to risk alienating another. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. The goal is to use positive reinforcement to change how a person is behaving if it's bad, not to make them angrier, and which would then cause them to react even more negatively. Yeah, I don't want them Basically. to have to. I don't want them to have to uh, sidestep the issue, and I don't want them to have to not have a voice of passion. Uh, but I do feel that we 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 uh, um, we don't have really a real powerful passion about uh, uh, anything in terms of positivity that that really makes us feel like getting behind stuff. We always wait till we get mad to jump behind a movement. So, like, if we had a, a, if we were given the same kind of attention to anything positive at all, the same. Now, I'm not saying to take away from anything. I'm saying Ooh. the same. So, actually, uh, you, I don't know if you know this, but it sounds like you just described the problem as us being reactionary rather than proactive yes. in our thinking as far as what problems exist. We've, yes. I mean, people have discussed this for the past couple of years, talking about Recognize. A- outrage culture. 
where people just they just want to get mad you know everybody wants to get mad online i do kind of love it to be completely <laughs> honest like uh, i just well, be- I, I think it can be helpful as we've seen with kind of the me too movement and and that stuff over the last couple of years you know lots of people getting mad at unfair treatment and and horrible situations mm-hmm. and you know good things happening you know bad men going away because of that Yes. So yeah. yeah. It can have a, a good side. Yeah, it certainly can get out of hand. Uh, everybody knows that. Everybody's seen that. Uh, uh, but, like, you know, if we're going in with a kind of a willingness and an understanding of that, um, first of all, we've got to allow people to feel. They've got to be able to have emotion. Uh, when people are passionate, we should see that. We shouldn't come in mid-idea thinking that in this passionate conversation that we can put in our two cents, boom, and that it's going to be uh, given the same exact respect that all these people who put in this hard work putting in this discussion have already had and clearly had. You know, It's like if you see something that says like 162 comments and you click in and you don't read anything and you type in whatever you think or whatever uh, and you didn't search for that content at all, um, I see how that happens and I'm not, uh, I, I don't hate those people, but, uh, that's, that's some of what I'm kind of getting at. That's some of where it's getting lost for me. Uh, um, and so, uh, but similarly, it's funny coming from me just because I, I'm very re- reactive. I, I'm very passionate. I, I love stuff. Uh, and I don't always necessarily know what's going on. And I love that people have information. I love that people are patient with me when they are. Um, um, and it teaches me a lot. It's an example for me. I absorb that example. I see it and I try to do better. Uh, and when somebody, you know, when I feel somebody is, uh, um, however, uh, you know, who's to say like how I should react to them or, or what have you, I'd say, uh, help me focus on, on some of the better thing I'm doing and help me kind of lift that up. If you see I'm doing something else that, yeah, definitely tell me, let me know. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, let's not spend our focus on these negative sides. Or if we do, let's give the same amount of light to the positive side. So that's a long-winded uh, whole thing, and a lot, <laughs> a lot of preaching to the choir. Because a lot of you know, I'm imagining Ooh. a lot of a lot of listeners probably feel similarly. And if they don't, absolutely, uh, 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 send us a send us some send us some. Uh, yeah, we want to hear your side. Always. Hear yeah. So. Um, uh, moving, moving uh, right along. I wanted to say, based on all this stuff, uh, I would love to hear uh, your guys's. Uh, if you guys have a story that comes to mind um, about a negative event that you can think of that led to a mega positive change in your life, something like very profound. If ideally, if you have a story like that, I'm, uh, I get a feeling that you do. Um, yeah, what, what what blessing in disguise is there for you? That that would be in my definition of a blessing in disguise. What negative event led you to a positive change in your life, and how did you come to recognize it? Because right away it can be hard, right? So honestly, this is an easy one. Uh, this is going to tie right back into the job I have. I'm sorry, I've never had a good job before this one. Heck yeah, <laughs> you know. And specifically, you remember how I was with the job before it, right? Yeah. So for for the audience here, I was uh in late stage collections for a mortgage company. Ooh. And like at one point I was hanging out with another comedian and I told him that and he was like, Wait, what does that mean? And I was like, Well, that means that like when the state's about to come take your house, I call you to try and figure out if there's anything we can do to stop that from happening. And he's like, Oh, so you're the man. <laughs> and I'd waited 18 years to hear those words. And this is not the context I'd hoped it would come to me in. Damn. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm the tax man. <laughs> oh, <And laughs> Charlie points man. And so that's what I was doing. And I was convinced that it was paying me enough and that I was just, I was learning things while I was there and that it was worth it. And Katie had tried to get me to quit that job for a year and a half. She was like, it's, it's, it's hurting you. And like, I didn't see it. I didn't get it. And then they, uh, they were getting bought out because their clientele were so mad at their existence uh, <laughs> that they needed to have some other company beat their existence. The manager was tired of the inquiries. <laughs> Nobody expects the mortgage inquisition. In- oh, damn. That, uh, you know what? I'm going to give that point. I'm going to give points. That's good. That Spanish inquisition. Spanish inquisition. Inquisition. Sign- mortgage inquisition. I'm following then. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Sure. Thank you. Nailed it. That's points. Yeah, wow. that's points. That, cheap that's good. That's actually historical points, though. Not to the Inquisition, but for you for knowing history. So is there a different name for if, if you're knowing history? Because we have historical points for uh, figures of the past who have received I will points. admit that was, that was just knowing. Referencing Monty, Mel Brooks. Monty Python points. Pi- oh, oh, pi- oh, Python Monty points. Python. My bad. Python but, points. But How did I Mel miss Brooks also up? did the, the Inquisition for History of the World Yeah, Part okay, one. that's, the that's where I went. Yeah. What a show. The Inquisition. But that's separate from Monty Python's Nobody Expects the Spanish Inquisition. Anyway, yeah. moving on. So I, I was at the old job, and I love that I actually can. I I I kept this long enough to come back. Uh, so I'm at the old job, and they uh, they were getting bought out, and they were like, "Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it." And then they're like, "Cool." So at the end of the month, anybody who's not a a full hire person, which I had not been, I had been a temp for a year and a half. Huh. Uh, they were like, "Yeah, you don't work here anymore." And I was like, but the end of the month is three days from now. And they were like, yeah, have fun with that. I was like, oh, uh, I'm going to stop coming to work today now because I have to go find a job. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, I went from that to uh, freaking out for a while, which turned out to give me the opportunity to go to Alaska for the Before You Die Fest in April. I was on. Which we talked about on the podcast. Yeah. uh, A year ago. (laughs) I was on unemployment up until I left, and then I came back and I started my job where I'm at now. Uh, and so the blessing in disguise was getting fired, which made me feel like I was going into a tailspin of financial worry, which in the end turned out to allow me to go to my first festival and then get hired on at this great place I'm at now. Wow. That is definitely uh, a blessing in disguise points right there. Uh, available today only. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, wow, that's beautiful. So, yeah, the inciting incident was getting fired, um, which, funny how that is actually, for so many people, an inciting incident to their next great success. To their good thing, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so, like, I've seen it. So many times. I've seen it quite a few times, and and I'm sure. You've been it. Yeah, I was going to say, I've definitely (laughs) been, I'm the success story myself. Um, um, What's really interesting is I I followed a pattern of watching people uh, lose their, jobs at Safeway and uh you know hey. it was it was a decent oh. job it was a decent job honestly I'll tell you and if you and especially if you get up in the management mm-hmm. section it, it gets it gets better uh, I'm just saying there are shittier jobs um mm. <laughs> there are shittier jobs uh I've had them so so uh 
it was hard though and it was getting harder and when they got bought out uh it got even harder and then the union came in and it got harder so um uh, that's about when i uh, drew the line i was just like damn it now everybody hates me because of the word union anyway and uh, i'm just like and i'm not yeah, allowed to be a union. part of the union because i was the manager so like i was like damn it this is pitting us against each other whereas a second ago we were all like a team so um i got out after that and my life got better but Right before that, I, or not right before that, but actually my entire Safeway career, I would see people uh, get chewed out by a, like a, one of those really mean bosses or something or one of those corporate people, and they would walk away crying, and the, the boss would always, <laughs> after, I'm not even kidding you. And, uh, um, and then I would see on their Facebook or something, if we were lucky enough to be friends, uh, that their very next thing that happened in life was just like they either got like you know a great job and then married and or like you know something like that just like some mega like domino effect of success yeah i think at some point like kind of losing something you had worked hard at that you thought mattered and and then kind of being shoved out of that uh you kind of start to reassess and you're like oh i didn't care that much about that that was never my passion and whether you kind of like choose a new path or refine an old one, you kind of move forward on a path that you would want to start. Right. No matter what, you got to figure out what your next step's going to be. Exactly. So you, you kind of, you're like, oh, I'm just totally, I'm done with that world. I can, I can be part of a new world that I create. And I think at, like at a certain point that happens and you're like, oh, now I'm way happier. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that a lot lately. Yeah. Um, after noticing the pattern, oh, I just kind of like yelled. That definitely is going to be the pattern. Yep. I, 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 uh, <laughs> You're already peeking just talking. So that's fine. That's true. Uh, well, it's right on the edge. I think it's okay. It's not, huh? cli- not clipping too bad. Um, anyway, uh, so to break the fourth wall further, what's up, mom? Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, so I probably told the story before. Um, and uh, not, you know what's funny is a lot of my, my Portland friends don't actually know this uh, uh, necessarily. They, I think they think I'm just getting into graphic design or something like that, uh, which is totally fine. I, I don't talk. I don't talk a ton about any. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I promote whatever is the thing I'm doing at the time or whatever. But I come from a long history of having done different things. And so one of those different things was I was an animator uh, in the uh, kind of Greater Hollywood area. Uh, uh, so and in fact, Hollywood. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Hollywood, Hollywood, uh, Holly Flub. Um, so no, but, but I, like, dub, dub. You know, I spent some time Great in like morning. Sherman Oaks and like uh, uh, Encino, um, Thank you. trying to uh, trying to make a uh, an animation career work. And like I was pitching to studios, not not a lot. I was terrified of it, but I I was trying. Um, and the way I speak is hard for pitching. So like, you know, I, I didn't find a ton of success and the jobs I did find, they were, you know, I didn't pay the greatest just cause I was kind of a little meek at the time. I didn't really know how to carry myself, believe it or not. But uh, I was going to say, what do you mean you didn't know how to talk to people? Eventually this job, uh, found itself on the, uh, I know it's hard to believe, uh, this, this job found me on the road. Uh, just because I was like, first of all, not, you know, making a ton of money. Like I just said, and, uh, I was living in Arizona. So I, even though I was going, working out of Hollywood and stuff. Most of it was online. It was back in uh, the Newgrounds days. I was actually doing a lot of the uh, animation online stuff back when that was like a big deal. So um, not that it isn't now, but it's just kind of somewhat lesser now. But yeah. um, uh, in the long and short of it was as I was moving up, though, I was moving up in the world. We were actually pitching to like Cartoon Network and stuff like that. When uh, And I had worked for 
uh, spirit science, this, uh, this kind of online uh, um, <laughs> cult. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, he, he denies it, but uh, come on the show and and, and we'll talk, uh, Jordan. Uh, but uh, Jordan, be on the show. Yeah, come on the show, man. Uh, honestly, I don't resent any of that time in my life. It was wonderful. Uh, it taught me a lot. So, But the long and short of it is, is I... Uh, was I found myself working out of my car, and uh, all, uh, just like you can think, I uh, broke down in a place uh, I wasn't familiar with. I had to get, some, I had to leave my car, uh, all my stuff in there. I can't carry it all, so uh, I mean, if I'm living in there, and I, you know, I couldn't seem to whittle down my stuff to like a backpack or anything like that. I had, I was an animator. I was trying to keep yeah. that going, and I was willing to risk, you know. Uh, but the what happened? Here's the here's what here's the where it took a turn. Was in a uh, wrong turn. Boom. Bottomed out. Uh, have I told the story, by the way? Yeah. On the podcast. So I'll give yes. you story points. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, just what ended up happening is, I, yeah, I, I broke down in this uh, place I wasn't familiar with um, and I had to leave the spot. Somebody busted into the car, took all the stuff, um, including my guitars. And I realized right then and there that guitars were more important to me. And the reason was of the instant gratification in terms of positivity. Uh, so like now look at now that's a spin on things right there. This is because it's backwardsy from what it's super. It's one of those backwards things. Yeah. So like um uh, this this kind of uh, yeah. So this is one of those situations in which uh, oh you can get it quick and it's not the uh, the internet. You know, with a guitar in my hands, essentially I can play the song in my head for you. I can, I'm not going to reanimate all those cartoons. You know, and I had them backed up, sure, but I didn't know about the cloud first of all. And second of all, they stole the thing I backed it up on. So you know what good is it? So. I lost all those clients, but I learned something right then and there that I wanted to play the guitar uh, in a band and that I better figure it out if that's what I want to do because this is my chance. Otherwise, I have to go and animate all those cartoons again. Uh, and I was like, I want to do cartoons, but maybe if I maybe if I try this music thing, maybe it'll work out, and, uh, and if not, I won't be any worse off. So uh, speed up to now. This is uh, now something like eight or nine years later. Doing great. Uh, in terms of music, and so well, in fact, that I'm going back to school to polish off my animation stuff and just get it all back together and, and so I can kind of have both things fund each other, my music career and my graphics career. Uh, Diversify your portfolio. And just make life good, yeah. yeah it's, it, it's been a blessing in disguise. Por Without portfolio breaking down, Ooh. Yeah, and essentially, I think, uh, what was that? Um, I think it was Blythe. Blythe, California? Yeah, I think so. Um, if I'm not mistaken, somewhere south of uh, Sacramento. But, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, yeah, tw some tweaker became my angel and took my stuff, took all the roaches out of my ashtray. It was a travel ashtray. They could have taken the ashtray, but they didn't. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, um, so it took the time to pick through it. They picked they they picked my world apart, and um, it taught me a very valuable lesson. So that was my blessing in disguise. Anyway, uh, yeah. Anything uh, anything else on uh, blessing in disguise before well, moving? I, 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 I had a small one. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, I uh, switched from Cedar Hills McMinnimans to Broadway, and. Uh, it was a promotion, but right away I got demoted within a month. And uh, so my hours were cut way down, and they've stayed down. So I've made like a lot less money from McMinimins in the past like year and a half. But with all that extra time, that allowed me to devote more time to projects like this and projects like the band. Yeah. And I think with that, like my professional 
<laughs> career has developed you know my you know i'm developing these hobbies into things i want to do and we've you know we've done okay we made quite a bit of money on the band this past year and and got to just great experiences we got to play all over yeah man when you're all in it can work out yeah and we got to start doing the mctrivia nights through oh yes exactly yeah we had that time and i brought it up and i'm like this will get me more (laughs) hours at work at least and uh you know then we got to develop that and, and do something fun this past one by the way the fucking great holy shit the audience loved it now okay now that we're on the podcast i want to reveal chris the theme for the next month's trivia oh my god thank you people have been asking the theme for april 6th trivia will be game shows game shows yeah so i'm gonna what i'm envisioning is we'll be playing versions of classic game show games yes price is right uh jeopardy of course family feud hopefully a particular audience is going to love these exactly and and so i think this is gonna be fun you know doing just straight trivia is fun but i think something that i mean that's really where we're we gonna shine. shake it up that's shake really where up, we shine now. is where we, we we come up with something fresh and new time to go full true carry <laughs> exactly <laughs> i mean we'll, we'll get you the funny microphone and everything Anyway, uh, so that was my blessing in disguise was, you know, devoting more time to my hobbies and myself and kind of recovering my personality from just being a grumpy line cook dude. Also bringing us back to love in the process points for Charlie over here. Ooh. Process points? Process points. Yeah, I feel it. Hey, so um, you know what? That moves us uh, right along here. I think we're 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 done with my Moving long-winded right thing, and I think it's time to hear what Charlie has a date has to oh say. Oh boy, yeah, we got an update here, we, right? Oh, a couple of got, updates. We've got a, we've got updates for Charlie finds oh, a date points. That's Charlie finds a date points because really Charlie is. did <laughs> found a date. I found founded two dates actually. Uh, I won't. I won't name her here, but uh, her name. Perfect. Good. Uh, we'll, uh, we will call her Sriracha, and she will know then that I mean her. <laughs> and, awesome. Yeah. Anyway, and um, yeah, I so love how this suddenly became a spy novel real quick. It's been ten seconds, Charlie. That's great. Well, yeah. he's really excited about the new Bond coming. So she says yeah. she works for some kind of agency. Also, uh, just a quick aside: Did you hear that the Bond movie has been pushed back to November? I sure did. Due to due to due to I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's coronavirus oh. related. Yeah, because they don't want to be on set uh, and cut. Co- yeah. Well, and they probably don't want to be. Uh, you know, that's a big part of their market that won't go out. Isn't that the, interesting? The the Chinese people love the Bond films. Oh crap! I did not consider that. That's uh, really cool. That makes a lot of sense. Actually. I love the cultural like just knowledge therein, and I hope it's true. I'm gonna fact check you later. Yeah, uh, check out the the Bond not, film Tomorrow Never it. Dies that was filmed <laughs> in Hong Kong, I believe. Very Tomorrow, cool. yeah, dude. Uh, it that's not a great movie, but it's a <laughs> it's a good Bond movie. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> which is which is different than a good movie. So anyway, Sriracha and I, um, uh, not yesterday, but last Friday. So she's spicy. She is spicy. Muy caliente. Uh, she's uh, a baker for La Provence. Does she bake with Sriracha? Wait, did no. you just name the name of the company? Well, there's a lot of locations, so someone might. Okay. Know. I mean, anybody who works there now knows who I'm talking about, but who, how many of them listen to the podcast? 
Hopefully, yeah. at least you work one. for La Provence, dude. Uh, no, you're actually I hope that, you're that, checks, girl that checks out. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, we we went out, we met at the Good Foot, and we had a drink, and then we had some pizza at Baby Doll, and then we walked over to Bare Bones and had another drink and talked for quite a lo- uh, while. The thing is, being a baker, she has to wake up early to go bake things, <laughs> like four in the morning early, uh, which is, you know, that just means she can't stay out late. <laughs> Heck yeah. Which is fine. When you ask her for a dozen of things, does she always give you 13? We have not, <laughs> we have not had that Baker's opportunity yet. Points. So we'll see. But yes, Patty bake, cake points. Baker, ooh. Baker's Patty man. cake. Patty cake. Baker's man. Remember from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Baker. Yeah. Yeah. He's playing patty cake with his wife. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's how that's how they refer to sex. Yeah, but they but they actually but show. She's also just doing patty cake, cake. You know? which is sexy. Yes, well, actually, it's Jessica Rabbit. Factually, so yes, yes, it's Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, uh, Jessica points. Yeah, Jessica that's, points. Yeah, or uh, Rabbit take, points. I could take Robert Roger Rabbit points. You know what's funny? Robert Plantrit points. <laughs> you know what's funny? Uh, Jessica is a, is definitely a thing, but Jennifer. Is also a thing. Jennifer of Vengerberg? Yeah. From the Witcher series? Yeah. Yeah. That is that is also a yes. Was not a fond was not fond of the Witcher series, gotta tell you. No? No, no, and then I continued to press on anyway because you uh had me convinced it was gonna get good. And I'll tell you, the song that the little guys yeah. like toss that's a coin cool. To your Gotta witcher. give it that. I'm gonna give it that one. Uh toss a coin to your witcher. Right? Oh, valley yeah. of plenty. Oh, it was great. Plenty. Oh. I was really happy with it. I like that part. Yeah, was great. Also, filming Which wise, uh, cinematography that. wise, great, great job, uh, great job. Uh, just, I just love the color. I love the vibrance. It, I love the. I love the only it. thing I will say is the dragon at the end, a little cheesy. Yeah, I mean, just the whole thing was that like that for me uh, in terms of. But now some of the effects were decent. Uh, yeah. So like it's hard. It's but I like Torque the Sylvan. I'm thinking I, I want to look at this. I want to see more things like actual scripts now. But once you start figuring out how much of it is time travely, it starts to make sense. Well, I think part of it for me too is uh, it's all time traveling. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it just it might not. Travel. It just might not be for me. Uh, now, however, uh, I'll uh, let you read the book if you want. Um, that maybe someday. But uh, I got a lot of a lot on my plate right now. But check this out. I did finish. Uh, altered carbon. I know we're on a tangent right now. Um, yeah. Altered carbon. So yeah. uh, season two. Have not even season started two. altered carbon. It was good. What is it? All right, altered carbon. Uh, I will. I will say not as strong as season one. It wasn't as strong as season. It finished strong. Uh, yes. Although I think we only got nine episodes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I don't know how many we got in the first one. I want to say it was around the same, but well, I'm not totally sure. It it's one short. of those ones that's that's. Sh- that's pretty short. If you can have long episodes, like cut them in half and let me let, like have <laughs> some fun. So anyway, no, don't really do that. Keep it the way it is. It's fine. So for me, the um, <laughs> the lead, I love that they went with uh, a person of color because you can get away with something like that in here because it's the same characters. Uh, so to give you an idea, Chris, of the premise here uh, of the show, it's essentially they uh, people bodies are just like sleeves for these little like uh, essentially microchips uh, that uh, go into your neck. Uh, and, and that you can be downloaded into any. So if your body, you want. if your body dies you or money. is damaged, you can change it to a new body that's grown and made. It's called your stack, and if your stack is destroyed, you are dead 
the one uh, exception being, yeah, they call it a real death. The one exception being, uh, if you uh, download a copy somewhere else, then you can pick up where you left Upload off. Upload from there. You. Yeah, yeah. And you just need an empty stack to download into, and you put that into a new sleeve, and you, you go on. And they'll have cloud backups and things like that. Yeah, and they have also, um, um, you can have sleeves made that look like the one you had. Right. Uh, so... Um, they're, they come in a plastic bag essentially, and there's like they have like weird uh, embalming fluid or something that makes them stay like yeah. In the stay nice. in the first season, they really demonstrate it well. Where I loved it. Uh, like he is very visceral when he wakes up, and it's weird experience having your consciousness downloaded. And so, and spoilers if uh, you know whatever, but to check it out. So the lead was uh, was um, oh, who who is the guy Charlie Anthony Mackie in season two. Thank you. No, in fir- no, in the first one. Oh, Joel Kinnaman. Joel Kinnaman in the first one. Uh, does that mean anything to you, Chris? Tell he was in uh, Secret uh, Suicide Squad, which not a great movie, but he was probably the best one in it, where he's like the the agent who's in charge of taking care of them or whatever. And so he helps them out in the end. So he gets a redemption round, kind of like Ryan Reynolds. And uh, yeah, exactly. And <laughs> uh, he was also in the the new series of Hannah on Amazon Prime, which was sick, which really was really good. Insane. He's a he's a of german descent so he does some german parts but his american accent is great as well he's phenomenal he was good uh i, I liked him he had an edge to him and that's what i yeah, liked about him exactly now and now he now it was parallel to his character arc which is that he is originally asian and you could sort of believe that through uh this character's sleeve that didn't match because he also was at conflict with that it didn't match right and so because of that we you know uh now in the second season now they've put um because in the first season we've gone through that guy's uh sleeves life and in the next one uh uh they have to re-download him for whatever new reason right and uh it's in this other actor uh, who just, has, just so happens to be a totally different looking person. Yeah. You know, in Anthony, fact, Anthony Mackie, he plays the Falcon in the Avengers movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Perfect. So, um, thank Charlie, points for just knowing. This is uh, actor points. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Or, or uh, screen playwright points. Playwright. Playwright points. I'll yeah. take it. That, does that count? Neil Simon will be happy. All right. So. <laughs> The long and short of it is, is he's just a softer actor. I think I found him softer, and I found him yeah. also being more independent, and making some decisions that I thought just kind of were more him and not his character per se. And in fact, when put up against his Asian counterpart, who does make a comeback and has a major role in this film, uh, you get to see how different they are. The one defense I'll give it is that well, he's grown so far and become so different now, and yada yada. Yeah. But uh, I think they could have really had some fun bringing back the other actor from the first one and having all three of the sleeves he's been in all interact that with each other. That would have been very, very cool, yeah. That would have been cool. Was waiting for that. Never happened. Was a little disappointed there. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But it did come together. Kel is a great character. It was just wonderful. Kel it was awesome. Falcon, yeah. yeah. And I, we should explain as well that uh, the plot of these, the plot of this show uh, can take place over hundreds of years because if you're like in, right because immortal like, basically yeah he's died but his, yeah. his stack was recovered or whatever and he was just kept uh spooled like they call it spun down spun uh, down on ice kept on ice for 300 years between like springtime two different bodies spun down that's P- and, points and he's, for and he's back the and reference it. of the singer <laughs> is emma did i nail it is that the wait, wait. mark the black, the black parade, parade. No, MCR. damn! That's what I thought you were going Sriracha for. Like, I that. felt it from what you were doing. Yeah, maybe you're. Yeah, just because. Uh, 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 
I can't yeah. remember what I did now though. Anyway, uh, if so, we're on the TV tangent. I I have one show to throw into the ring here because I I did watch Altered Carbon, and what did you mention? I completely forgot now. Uh, 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 hang on, hang on. Uh, uh, fuck. What was it? <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, you had a show that you brought up before Altered Carbon. We were talking about. I bet I did. Anyway, uh, uh so I I th- want to throw in the ring, and this is kind of like want to smoke this pipe. <laughs> there's a this is kind of a special circumstance one because um, like I only barely found this. So right now on Amazon Prime, at least for me. Uh, they're having a Showtime sample special where they're giving you the first season of certain shows that were on Showtime to try out to try and cons- convince you to you know buy a Showtime membership. Oh uh, yeah. So one of the shows that was available and that I was kind of had been excited to watch uh, was Kidding with Jim Carrey. <laughs> yeah. And oh my Jim Carrey, his version Jim of like Carrey. the John Mulaney thing. No, I don't think so. Jim Carrey, the John if, thing? you could just send me a soundbite of you saying <laughs> Amish kitten. <laughs> yeah, Jim Carrey, that be, on be, kitten. Sh- be on the show. Yeah, let's talk about kidding. It's very good. So he plays a children's entertainer whose son has died in a tragic car accident. That is a no. And you so, correct. So the family is kind of like torn up, and he's. It's been a year, but he's going through this grief, and he like wants to express his grief through the show. His dad, who is his his uh, executive producer, who won't let him, and so he's like kind of have all this internal stress. His wife is leaving him. His son is like distant from his because they they had twins, and one of the twins died. So the twin is going through all this stuff, but he's expressing a lot of this stuff through the show. And his, uh, we also see his sister who makes the puppets, and she's you know going through her own stuff, and we see that she's expressing something through the puppets, and uh, it's it's a really incredible show. It's it's hilarious, uh, and and dark and morbid and fun. It's really really cool. Uh, <laughs> puppets, I love puppets. Uh, Jim Henson is a big hero of mine, so this is kind of like. He's a mix between like Jim Henson and uh, Mr. Rogers. On, right on. On PBS. Hell yeah. Is it true? Now, am I wrong about this? Frank Oz passed, didn't he? No, he's still alive. He's still going? Okay. I he made was a mistake just the other something. day. It's uh, just Jim Henson that we've lost in, in their team, right? Or do we no, know of any other? Uh, Richard Hunt. Okay. Uh, we just recently lost uh, Carol Spinney, who played Oscar the Grouch and Big Bird. Oh shit! I like the original voices. Sorry, uh, sorry, Frank Oz, to think you were dead. I'm sorry. No, about Frank that. Oz was just in the movie Knives Out uh, that just came out like beginning of this year with Daniel Craig, uh, Christopher Plummer. It's got a lot of people. Jamie in it. Lee Curtis. Yeah, it's uh, Chris Evans from the Avengers movies as well, uh, and it's so good. And Frank Oz shows up at, kind of at the end as a lawyer or middle of the movie, I guess, as a lawyer. And I was just like, oh my god, Frank! And he was so good. It was. Really beautiful to see him out there. Frank Lloyd yeah. wrong. So, uh, that's architecture points. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't really set me up for that. I'll take half. Hey, Chris, you want the other half of these points? Yeah, take a, take a half. I okay. got some. I got I'll, I'll take a half. I'll take half points. Today. Just for being around. Anyway, so uh, around. Uh, we're, we're talking about, we're talking about TV stuff. We're talking about the date. 
Yeah, uh, date. Back to Charlie finds a date. Well, no, I think we've strayed uh, so far. Yeah, I think I think we're past that. We we did go on a second date. We went bowling. I was gonna say no. There was a second date. Do the thing. Okay. Uh, we went bowling <laughs> yesterday evening, and we Dates. met up. And like bowling's fun because I think it's super non-threatening. Because like I'm not good. I'm not like <laughs> I I I try to look very impressive and like maybe hit a pin would be nice. Uh, <laughs> But whatever, as long as I get like kind of <laughs> sweep that leg back, you know, like real pro bowlers do. I was like, if I'm like that, looked good, you know. <laughs> like, I try not to re-inspire an old injury from Safeway. Safeway injury <coughs> bowling, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you Safeway about that. Would just break you. God damn it. They tried. I must break you and succeeded. I left. Yep. Me too. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, so then um, we sat and had a drink and talked, and so she's a baker. I think we mentioned that. Uh, so we're talking all about like industry stuff and cooking stuff and showing off our Instagrams of food, showing off our YouTube channels of food. Uh, oh my god, I forgot about the ranch episode. <laughs> ranch episode. That's still my favorite episode. Well, I will get back into it. I promise. I, I want to. I got a better camera now. I just need a better computer type situation to handle it. And, uh. So anyway, then we uh, went out and had some Korean food at like my favorite Korean place and just talked about food and culture and anthropology and all kinds of stuff. It was really fun. And then I drove her back to her car and, uh, you know, I'm not one to kiss and tell. <laughs> it was a wonderful night. <laughs> Good for you, man. That's awesome. So, so this, this segment's getting better all the time. And she says she wants to see me again. I, I concur. But uh, You want to see you again, too. Yeah. Yeah, I do forget what I look like sometimes. When I wake up in the morning, well, a couple hits. uh, And now, especially when we're all wearing the hazmat suits, it's hard to tell, you know. Wake up in the morning feeling like I can. That's point. That's ketchup points. I can hazmat cheeseburger dot com. No, it was a breakfast baconator. Oh well, you can has half of that. I had a full one. Well, you had one and a half. One and a half. You have in the. You have to. You listen one and a half. One. That's points all around. Uh, well, actually, I'll give everybody half points just because you we said the word half so many times. <laughs> and that'll be one and a half points total. <laughs> that's one and a half points total administered. I even gave myself some just because that's fine. All right. Uh, yeah. So that was the day. So Charlie found two dates. Charlie found two dates. Uh, that does not mean this segment. Did is they over. have pits? What? I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's, uh, I think, exotic uh, fruit points, right? Those are birds. Dates? Oh, dates. Yes. Do they have pits? pits. That's Two dates. Yeah. Uh. This joke <laughs> is the pits. Because <laughs> like, you go up to someone, you're like, hey, can, do you have any raisins? Oh, man. How, how about a date? <laughs> oh, is that the line you use to get that? No. Oh. Uh. Uh, used. Um, well, look at that O on the waveform. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now look at those O's. Anyway, we're blowing waveform rings. <laughs> big O, big O, big O. Big I'm a fan of Big L. I haven't met any of the other big alphabet uh, letters. Big O is my favorite version of Batman. And if you would ever like to sit down and watch Big O, I would love to do that with you. Big Heck o. yes, I'm a fan of uh, things that you think don't suck. Except it, for The Witcher. It's anime Batman, but he, he drives a mech that is also his car. Yeah. 
And there's also a butler who's got the eye patch and a minigun. He's sick. And his maid is a is an android. Robot. Yeah. Good show. I watched that when I was younger. Came on like Toonami and stuff. Yeah. It was uh, fucking great. I love how many forms of Batman there are. There's an there's an actual anime Batman now where it's just like actual Batman as an anime and he's in the samurai era yes. fighting the Joker. Yes. I'll tell you And that's great too. The toys uh are where that translate the best. Oh, absolutely. Uh, a lot of the Batman toys were the cooler toys. And I'm not a DC fan. Didn't care for the storyline in a lot of cases just because But those toys. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't need like fantasy in my realism. I wanted to like, cause that's like like the theory behind augmented reality, and that's a little boring for me. I love that people love it, and I'm gonna cater to that because I know my audience. But uh, sidestepping that, uh, kind of a fan of like keeping fantasy where fantasy goes and realism where realism goes. You know what though? '90s uh, gargoyles toys, I think, were the best. Dude, the '90s gargoyles. All that stuff oh. I said a second ago aside, toys when they're cool, they're fucking cool. Cool. So uh, let's talk about some cool toys just real quick. Let's talk about stuff. Well, sticking with Batman, my cousin had... <laughs> your favorite toys when you were growing up? My cousin had the... I'm like, we just were talking Batman about that. Batman and Robin, the one where he's up against Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Mr. Freeze. Freeze. Yeah. <laughs> I used to meet you. I uh, oh, what, that yeah that's uh what is that Ed, Edward no no hang on um, Schwarzenegger no no I know but uh, uh director or whoever did oh the, the uh, Joel set. Schumacher well Tim Burton did uh, some that's who I wanted to hear though that's the name I wanted to hear Tim Burton You're did right, Batman was, and Batman Returns but Joel Schumacher took over he still did some of the set though I think he was still on for the art department in that one Tim uh, well I, Tim yeah, he's he's an executive producer oh that's is that what it is but but he didn't direct. So yeah, our, yeah he he just kind of but he didn't direct this one I want to see how uh, many ni- times his name in the art department section that'd be great because because uh, you know it's all spirals and big faces yeah they, they kept so many of his ideas and and this is chris o'donnell them. right chris o'donnell as uh, Robin, yeah, yeah yeah which i still think he's still around he's doing ncs los angeles why can't he play he's doing Nightwing incest and in ncis that, los angeles okay you gotta say that just a little slower because <laughs> <laughs> in passing that sounded a little different nash naval criminal <laughs> investigative Anyway, NCIS. Yeah, I don't know how to spell it. Something. With LL Cool J. (laughs) So he's still like doing cop stuff. Like he should show up as Nightwing in one movie. Just like even if he's just there for a minute. Just as a cameo. Can he pull off nod to being Can he pull pull off his plastic lips just and that's the only thing that happens? (laughs) Just cut in that one scene. That'd be funny. (laughs) Uh, anyway, so uh, my cousin had the Batmobile from that movie Hell oh yeah. geez. toy and it shot like the f- the freeze missiles or whatever and you can fit the actual yeah, the toy action, inside action. so i think yes. i think she had That's batman a big deal. and uh it was it was like silver blue and kind of like all a silver blue oh that, that was out of key but uh greta right nobody's gonna know that band nope i don't know if she nobody's gonna know that one if so greta blue. any greta fans out there hit me up uh, we'll talk about how we're a little bit better than everyone else. Um, <laughs> all right. Cool toy. So cool toys uh, for me. All right. There were some shitty toys that I still played with, and so I consider them cool enough. And here's one, pizza shooting Michelangelo. Noise. Oh, yeah. From the Ninja Turtles. Was it one of the transformy ones? It didn't transform, and you couldn't take the pizza shooting function off of him, and so therefore you couldn't play with him any other way than shooting pizzas, yeah. and that's why he sucked. 
Besides that, fucking you could piss the dog off. <laughs> Damn, you could piss the dog off. Oh, boy. And I'll tell you what, uh, you could lose those little pizzas. Yep. So easy. And the sticker that was all the toppings. Yeah. It came right off. Uh, so you just yeah. had a little, I think, orange discs. Well-made toys. Yeah, but uh, but I'll tell you what, though. They, they fired out of that thing, and I, I didn't peel the stickers off of mine because I did not have that um, compulsion. Anyway, and uh, so uh, my thing was picking my nose and putting the boogers on the wall. That's uh, I stopped putting it on the wall. Uh, now he just puts good. it on his friends. So... It's improvement. That's, that's an pro- improvement. That's I don't the need them either. So if that's what that's, you're thinking. That's kind of process points. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Going through that process. But uh, one step in the right direction. Did any of your friends have like a ton of foot soldier toys? Like I had the, like a, like the little green army men things. Because my thing is, is everybody, if you're allowed one toy, like my parents allowed me uh, every so often, if you're allowed one every, if you're not a spoiled brat is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You get one, and therefore you're probably going to pick one of your heroes, right? Right. Unless your hero is a villain, which in my case did happen in like my middle school kind of uh, time frame, or yeah. maybe even a little before that. I had friends that really loved General Grievous, still do. Yes, I saw on Reddit. Yeah, this, uh, that's the thing. The, the guy, the did you see that? Like Photoshopping <laughs> all of the lightsabers. Uh, well, uh, uh, well, uh, he takes. Yeah, he gets on his friend's back. And, and he, he and, uh, the, and him and each of them, and it shows. looks like it's really it's happening. pretty good. It's he pretty nails good. it. Yeah, it looks there, like there's General been a Grievous. meme going around where they just take a picture of General Grievous and they're photoshopping more and more lightsabers into his hands. <laughs> so right now he's got like 73 lightsabers on his hands and some from like the, the Clone Wars. They're, they're all like the different shapes and stuff. Oh nice! And it's just ridiculous. That is ridiculous. They're doing it every day until it's, you can't see General Grievous anymore. We just watched uh, uh, episode two last night, so. Uh, well, you know, we're getting there. Slowly, uh, not surely. just the men, but the women and children too. Now, Star Wars <laughs> toys, meh, right? Uh, there were giant ones that were really cool, but how likely were you, you know, to have those? You know, I never really uh, the cool giant ones. I never were awesome. did Star Wars toys. Star Wars Lego were always my jam. Oh, Legos, Legos. are always Legos awesome. Was the thing. And, and now my my brother is a big. He's a Lego master. Honestly, that's you can, great. You can watch his uh, YouTube channel, and he makes. He just does Legos, which is great. Nice. Uh, but, uh, yeah, some of them are really cool now. Uh, but, like, so much, like, I see the action figures and stuff, and I was like, they're not nearly as cool as the Star Wars stuff uh, and the Lego stuff. Yeah, 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 I see what you mean. Yeah, well, it, okay, so for me, like, Star Wars has a lot of hype, but it seems like uh, for the toys and stuff, like, what what you often get, and I don't know what's happening now. Maybe this is different now, but it, certainly when I was a kid, uh uh, your franchises would pick it up. So, like, you know, you would rely on while the movie was in theaters that all the, um, like, fast food places would have something for you. I remember, and yeah, when the, uh, the, for the they re released yeah. the original trilogy, and McDonald's sent out some toys for a second, yeah. And I think that, uh, like, all the retail people probably have, like, some meeting together at some point because at the stores, it was, like, a less than great uh, selection for action figures and more like things like you know piggy banks that look like jar jar binks and like uh <laughs> jar jar you know banks. they did have some really cool you. big darth maul things Points. any darth maul <laughs> stuff dude those big darth maul uh, anything action figures are darth cool, maul man the shirts were cool everything darth about darth that. maul is such a cool character He's a well designed character. Character. just wasted you know? yeah what a waste he said three lines and he grunted a little bit Qui-Gon was cool, but I don't know if, uh, based on uh, my whole Aziz thing, if I'm allowed to bring up uh, 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 the actor 
uh, um, Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Yeah. Uh, Are we allowed to? Is that a thing? I think Liam Neeson's always been f- safe. You know, he's. I think he said no, no, no. He admitted to some stuff. He definitely uh, is is racist. He or at least had a had a racist moment. Okay. He, he was a, he was in a dark place due to some things that were going on. Probably yeah. from starring in the gray. Um, yeah, yeah. So like that's what I'm saying. It's like you know, I, you know, it's, you know. Well, here's the thing. In, you know, we're you know he's a, he's a uh, he's an Irish white guy. We can make fun of it. It's fine. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, yeah. The uh, way well, we're we're past Irish racism now, so now it's just funny again, right? <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Whatever. Cool. Hell yeah. Oh, I'm British, so that was I thing. might be skewed. Irish racism. That's a yeah. They would say you don't know. No, no, uh, no blacks, no dogs, no Irish on the on the signs. Yeah. It was like segregation yeah. stuff. Yeah, I do. I I do know that, that was a thing. segregation. Yeah, it's not this. I'm not Bad. equating it or saying it's the same, but it was def- there was definitely some racism level shit going on for Irish people. Uh, and now we're I think we're allowed to just have. Well, I think as yeah. long as you don't uh, impersonate the Lucky Charms guy and say <laughs> that every Irish person sounds like that, I'm pretty sure uh, we can all have a beer yeah, and I talk mean, about how uh, drinking Liam is pretty Neeson, Irish. Yeah, uh, he's he's great to make fun and of feel safe about that. You know, he's kind of this. He embodies this uh, supposed badass character in these shows, but uh, you know, as we know, is probably just a normal dude who's not in a great place. So we can, I mean, you can make fun of this kind of badass persona that maybe got him in this situation, and he needed to be kind of put back in his place. Yeah, uh, maybe being put back in his place could be viewed as a blessing in disguise. Oh, blessing in disguise points. Well, guys. Uh, oh, oh, but, uh, can yeah, we what's going on? Do something? Yeah, we can. I just I got a little bit more time here. Uh, I know, I know, we're we're kind of late, but this is something we haven't done for a while, and I know it's Chris's favorite. Well, game, okay, so. keep it going for a second. While I, I'm going to go pee. Then, all right. Uh, you know, we like to play uh, on this show the game Alaska, Alaska man, man, Arizona, Arizona man, man, Florida, Florida man. man. But here's the thing. Shit. You know th- that's fun, but we don't really have a guest this week. Number one. And we don't touch the other states, you know? And I feel like they le- feel left out. They do crazy stuff, too. Yeah, right. Crazy people exist everywhere. Yeah. That is that is this fact. Is, this is a beautiful country where every, anybody can do crazy shit. It's right. The great melting pot of America. <laughs> it is equal opportunity for us to be so, crazy motherfuckers. So I, I know this is going to be difficult, but... Um, I, I just wanted to, you know, play that game, but I wanted to show a little love to some other states. So this is a quick version of Alaska Man, Arizona Man, Florida Man, but we're just going to be calling it Man because it could be anywhere in this fu- in this great nation. I have kept it to the United States and related territories. Uh, it is not in another country. Uh and some of these should be easy, but some of these I know are going to be hard because now there's 50 possibilities. You know, it kind of opens it up, but but I think we got it. I think we can do it. I believe in you guys so much. 20 seconds. 20 seconds. Yes. That's 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 not spreading the virus points. As I said, we're all just in our hazmat suits and open uh, the process points, but. Nothing underneath those hazmat suits. Yeah, no, naked inside the hazmat suits because that's how you keep your clothes safe. I don't. Plus, that's just that's our natural state for the podcast. Yeah, it's just so much more comfortable. Kind of let it flow. And just like that, we're back. (laughs) That's uh, washing your hands thoroughly. Points. 
And let me thank you, by the way. That's uh, not spreading disease points, I think, too. I said uh, that. Well, he said that. Oh, you did. <clears throat> well, I wasn't in the room, and the fan was really loud. So, oh, that's fair. You uh, hear that, fans? Get real loud. Oh, Whoa. so so this will be <laughs> this will be a, a version of this game, but we're going to be calling it man. Points all around, by the way. Man, man. He's got a thumb man. and a finger. It's a uh, blank man. Blank man. The the United States man. United States man. United Dude, States of Smash. Next week we should do one with uh, uh, where uh, uh, even if we have somebody, we should try one uh, uh, where it's like two are uh, two of the answers are American states, and then one of the answers is another country that it would be believable it was in. Yeah, could be. And then That's every once in a while, there should be one that is has a has the country. We could, we could maybe do like continent as points. the answer. Yeah. Yeah, like. What continent are they from? Yeah. Con- con- well, continuity points. No, Whoa. <laughs> Kentucky fried points. So yeah. anyway, uh, so so we'll start off kind of easy, okay? Uh, so hey, Subway hey. Thief thanks Democrats after his 139th arrest and release and quote, uh, bail reform, it's lit. <laughs> so it's Bail I had to Reform. guess how, just what state this is out of the... Just, you know, where do you think this may be happening? Damn, He's a one in a subway thief. He's a subway thief. He stole a subway? He stole things in the subway, on the subway. Oh, he's a kleptomaniac that uh, targets oh, the subway. Oh, New York then. Uh, hang on. Um, It's called the subway in this place? Yeah. New York. New York is correct. Absolutely. So this guy, yeah, 139. You said subway thief, and I was thinking restaurant. Yeah, Jared Fogle. Oh, <laughs> uh, poor kids. If you had oh. said the Bart, I would have said San Francisco. <laughs> Final answer. Exactly. Yeah, and if I said Max, you know, that's, exactly. That's here. So yeah, uh, so that started us off, started us off easy. You know, I appreciate that. Is it. a nice one. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's a nice little lob. We were terrified right. of this one. We were. <laughs> yeah. So this one's this one's gonna be a little uh, difficult. So authorities say a man uh, who went to prison on a gun charged gun charge amassed an arsenal of homemade ghost guns after his release, even though he was on federal supervision. He, he was 3D printing parts for guns and putting them together in his house. Uh, Texas. Like, I was going to say, that was where my heart was going to go. Let me think for just a second longer on a this. 3D printer, drill press, computer numerical control machine, also known as a ghost gunner, which is, is a machine that makes a gun. Anyway. Let's say I feel South like Carolina. Either, I feel like you're either... You're either uh, Illinois or Illinois. Texas. Who uh, do we how, do, it, do we get points at all for for being closer geographically? I'll, I'll give you some closer geographical points. I guess. Yeah. Excellent. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, South Carolina. And you said Illinois or Texas? Do yeah. You do a final answer. Texas is my final answer. Just keep it there. Okay. Oh, this yeah. is actually Washington State. Oh, Whoa. just right above us, where I work. That's uh, Chris for geography. At. This guy was up in uh, Edmonds, kind of near Seattle, near where I grew up, actually. That place is coronavirus-y. Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he, first case in the U.S. First death in the U.S., I should say. I think there's nine up there now. Yeah. In Washington. Or six. I'm All sorry. Right. All right, so that one, that one was difficult. Let's let's go back to like a, a lighter one. Uh, this man Whoa. was honored for fighting off a shark and protecting a group of scuba divers. 
California. Fighting off a shark, shark. And protecting scuba divers. This sounds like... I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Massachusetts. California, man. Chris was geographically closer. It was Hawaii. Ah. Whoa. Uh, yeah, this, this guy was a Hawaiian surf instructor, and he was swimming with a group of scuba divers, and a tiger shark attacked him. And he punched it in the gills and on the nose, and it ran away. Nice. I saw a gif of some dogs swarming on a great white that was trying to take a different dog. Right, yeah. And it, uh, yeah, it successfully stopped the shark from taking its buddy, and nobody was hurt, and everybody had a good time, it looked like. <laughs> okay. Except for the shark. Except for the shark, it didn't have a good time at all. That was well, that didn't go the way the shark had thought it would go. And I'm just a mistake pissed. was made. I'm pissed that the uh, dog owners weren't like, "Hey, dogs! Uh, with this one call, you all come to me because I can trust you. Can trust me uh, with your dog to not get eaten." Because uh, the 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 yeah. subtext was, uh, so the shark tried to eat my friend's dog, but luckily my other friend's dogs were. And I'm like, "So none of these dogs are yours? Cool. <laughs> all right." Wow, not okay. So, well, I, the other what's the name of your dog service? I don't want to, you know, the other guys come had across to uh, get the dogs. Yeah, well, um, you know, just keep a can of shark repellent in your utility belt, or like Batman uh, does. bat repellent shark bait, as they call it in Batman the movie, nineteen sixty-six, uh, or bat shark repellent violence. I'm just yeah, bat repellent shark spray, or Adam words. West. Ha! That's Sometimes funny. you just can't ra- <laughs> get you. rid of a bomb. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but can you can you name who played Robin? Well, back when Adam West was Batman, without nope, with no idea. Burt Ward. Yeah, I wasn't gonna get that one. Nope. All right. I know one Robin. So wait, what? It's Chris O'Donnell. Are, are we still stuck on? Uh, no, you guys answered that one. I'm moving on. Oh, to okay. a different one. Gotcha. Uh, cop fired. After pulling over black man for hanging air freshener on rearview mirror. This sounds southern. Tennessee. I'm going to, just for funsies, go. Oh, no, I'm not going to do that. No, you, Josh, you know deep in your heart with this. Yeah, I'm going to go Louisiana. Which means we now know it's not Tennessee. <laughs> I'm going to go Louisiana. It was Arizona. Oh, nice. I was still closer. Yeah, you were. <laughs> yeah, I was between the two. Yeah. All right, uh, North Carolina man posing as underage child online to lure suspected sexual predators. That's North Carolina. Because you said North Carolina. I did say man. North Carolina right at the beginning. <laughs> it was North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> What's your answer, Chris? <laughs> well, here's the thing. If you would have just kept a straight face, you've done this to us before. I know. <laughs> I was totally going to try to find another place. That's so funny. I uh, I, <laughs> I almost didn't say anything, but then I was like, huh, maybe right. I'll say something. All right. Okay. Move, I got more. That's fine. We, North That's Carolina. Fine. Uh, man imprisoned in Nebraska for hauling meth. Nebraska? Wait, hang on. Say it again. See? Man imprisoned in Nebraska for hauling meth. Oh, gotcha. And this man is from somewhere else. Yes. Let me think here. Uh, well, uh, Bakersfield. This is California. I don't know what he's doing so far away, but there's meth everywhere. 
Right? I was like, where the fuck would meth come from? Yeah, I'm just going to go Bakersfield. I'm going to say Montana. It was California. Holy shit. I thought I I had said it again. (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling that one. Yeah, I was. I totally thought you would kind of understand that because, like, go through like through the desert states and on the other side somewhere. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I, I feel that. Nebraska. One. Uh, I could picture it in my mind. All right, we got two more. Creepy. Uh, this man breaks into home and steals underwear. Florida man. Hang on here. Uh, breaks into home and steals underwear. It does feel kind of Florida-y, but I'm going to give this one to New Jersey. See, this one, uh, you know, I kind of consider these guys, like, not crazy as Florida, but kind of crazy in, like, their own, like, home-style southern way. This is Kentucky. Ooh. Uh, you know, they, they're they still going to run their the right vein. Hi, Aunt Terry and uh, uh, Papa Yost. They're going to they're gonna ride their, uh, their ATV in the holler, you know, down by the mountain. To the creek, you know, that kind of thing. Get well soon, <laughs> Papi Oost. Uh, so one more. Here we go. Man uses bas- baby as human shield during traffic stop. Man uses baby as <laughs> human shield for traffic stop. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Ooh. Boy, this could be anywhere. This honestly. could be anywhere. I'm picturing a lot of stuff. I'm going to give this one to... New Jersey. <laughs> There's two New Jersey guesses in a row. Yeah, I want to nail one. Three for New Jersey? No, I'm going New Mexico. I wanted to say that originally. <laughs> I'm glad you did that. Now I can find out what's going to happen. Is it a new place? This one was the classic Florida man. God damn it. Whoa, we missed it. Damn. Sorry. Yeah, I thought that one was the shoe in, but... We're actually better at this than I think we thought we were going to be. Josh, nailing that California one. Oh, my God. That, that was, yeah. That was like no, a... You pr- have been better at this than <laughs> we were worried about. I have been exactly as bad <laughs> as I was worried about because I have an accurate understanding of my skills. Well, maybe <laughs> it's because I'm taller in basketball. That is why. <laughs> maybe supposedly. it's go f- yourself. Well, I mean, I'm sitting down, so, you, you know, you could be right. I'm, and then I start jerking crazy. off. Oh. Yeah, because he said to do the thing. You can only do that sitting down? Well, I mean, I just don't want to, you know, stand up because I feel like that would be more offensive. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Look, guys, I just have one last question for you. Okay. Can you take me, me higher? To a place where I'd rather be, or something. All right, you know what? Get the fuck out of my house. That's 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 the show. Thanks for listening. I right, uh uh tune in next time when we're uh, likely to have a guest, probably. So uh, stick around right here on everything and nothing. Bye. Bye. Bye.